Good evening everyone and welcome to another episode of the Pinktron. I'm joined tonight by Brent, Craig and Chris. Um, so gentlemen, um, obviously the first question to ask, uh, I think we should start with Craig, is what are you drinking? So I am drinking a uh, Gold Star uh, Dark Lager and it is uh, apparently, according to the label, Israel's finest beer. I, th- I think I'd be um, apprehensive of drinking a country's finest beer because, I mean, you know, how, how can you quantify that? And anyone that says that is probably wrong. But um, how, how, how fine is the beer, Craig? It's fine. It, 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 it's a mass market beer. So it's, uh, it's fine. There's not anything wrong with it. There's not an outstanding amount right with it. Chris Greenland, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm not drinking beer or wine, but I am drinking bourbon with a wine cask finish. So I've gone Thomas S. Moore bourbon with a Cabernet Sauvignon uh, cask finish on it. That sounds interesting. It is. Uh, Councillor Brent Robinson. I have a Hester Creek red blend called The Judge. So it's a mix of different grapes, apparently dating back to as early as 1968 on the vines. Superb. Um, I have a bottle of um, Asado Club Malbec, um, which regular listeners may recognize as the one with many, 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 many colors on the label. Um, but it's one of my favorites, and it's quite nice. Which is Brent, good. is it almond one? Or, uh... Pardon me, sorry? No, uh, Brent. What's the uh, what's the title? The title of the wine, or me? Of you? Uh, it just counselor. Just they just call us counselor. counselor. Okay. Yep. Yep. Official. I've sworn in and everything. <laughs> counselor Robinson, um, and and also Captain Robinson for the herd of blazing bidets. Um, but on that note, uh, which ties us quite nicely into the next round of ZRL, also known as Hell on Earth, we will have to complete in the um, A's and B's, um, someone correct me if I'm wrong, is it three laps for season D's or is it just two? I think it must be three. Um, we're doing, um, so the A's and B's are doing four laps of Tour of Trerit Well. Oh, Territ, sorry, Territ. Well, I thought there was an R in there. Um, it's horrid. Um, you basically go straight into the Yorkshire KOM reverse. Um, you then go downhill. You then climb up over a river. Um, there's a flattish bit, and then you have Potbank Wall, um, which peaks around about 22%. Um, once you get over that, um, you go downhill for a bit, and there's a um, you're going down Otley Road, and there's a lovely kicker in the middle, and then you go downhill again, and onto the start uh, finish straight, and then you do it all over again another three times. Craig, I bet you'd love to do this sort of race. I actually would. I, I was looking forward to this one from the time the uh, the schedule came out, but. Sadly, I'm not going to be able to do it. So I am, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to watch uh, some of the videos to, uh, to get my fix. Hmm. How about you, Brent? Oh, uh, 
I'm both dreading and admiring it at the same time. I mean, I, like on one hand, I love these kinds of crazy challenges to do all those hills. On the other hand, I know how fast the dudes are in B1 and how how good my French will be after I get dropped on like the second climb. <laughs> and how about you, Chris? Uh, I've been having people cough in my face in order to try to get sick to avoid <laughs> doing this one. Uh, so far, no luck. But I'm just, I'm, I'm not looking forward to. This is going to be a VO2 fest, and I only have like VO1, <laughs> so it's going to be an absolute shit show for me. Four climbs, only one of them counts every lap. With really, you're super tucking for like eight seconds, and then you're back on it. Um, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. So, so Chris and I did this route on a, um, a herd social ride, um, and over the course of an hour, we managed to do a whole, like I think, about two, two and a half laps. Um, yeah. And on one of them, we just, we thought we'd um, have a little bit of fun on the uh, reverse con, um, and that there, there was no fun that was had, um, and it was exceptionally painful. <laughs> and having to do that, well. It wasn't even the whole KOM. We we, we we did like the second half really hard. Um and it was very unpleasant. Um so basically we'd have to do that like eight times and all the other like non classified lumps and the fact that like um Pop Bank Wall isn't isn't a classified column is an absolute travesty. Um <laughs> But um, that's that's what we have. So so basically, um, there will be FAL and FTS points for just for KOM, um, and it, it's not even a climbers course. It's it's a punches course. Um, I really 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 want a like a ten plus minute climb in ZRL just to give me some respite from all of the sort of like sprinty punchy courses we've had so far but alas um tis not to be um but i think it's going to be very very interesting come tuesday um and i think the entire field's going to be shot to absolute shit within about five minutes so i've got to say james it's um it, it's unlikely that there's going to be much much of a group get to the finish but mm. this is one of my favorite finishes in uh, in Zwift. With that uh, that kicker a, a couple of kilometers out, and then uh, the uh, the fast downhill, and the, and then the flat finish. It's only one of my favorite Ooh. finishes, just because most of it is downhill. Well, it's, you, you get you get going really fast, and uh, because you get going so fast, the draft gets really important, and tactics get really important. So. No, I, I, I love that finish, but the rest of the course kind of means that you don't often finish in groups anyway. No, I, um, that, I think we're just going to have riders all over the place. And I, I think we'll probably still have a front group of about 10. Um, it'll be interesting to watch the um, Premier League event on Monday um, on GCN. Um just to see how that goes. I mean, um, th this week's course over um, six laps of a two bridges loop. I was quite surprised how many were in the front group, um, but it'll be very interesting to see on Monday what that front group looks like on this course. Um, but we will see. Um, 
it's going to be interesting. I'm not going to say it's going to be fun because <laughs> there's going to no. be no funds had whatsoever. It's going to be VO2 Super Tuck, VO2 Super Tuck the whole way around. So we'll see. Um, I, I'm curious if, if there isn't at the front a let off on some of those climbs to wait for the preems. Like I know break the group up and all the rest, but I don't know. Those front 30 are always so tight in an RB1 group, James, that I think there'll be like a detente on some of those climbs and knowing they're not going to, they're just going to burn each other off to wait to blast each other again at the end. But the thing is though, with, yeah, um, but... with FAL points at the end of um, each climb, everyone's going to be just like kicking bits out of each other just to try and get those points. On the KOM for sure. But the ones in between. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I think, so it, it depends on the uh, it, it depends on the group. It's uh, I know for the uh, the Atlantic B two group that the cast warrior are in. There's there's essentially two extremely strong teams and a few other strong, really strong riders scattered through another few teams. And I'm expect there'll be a group of less than twenty by the time they feel that they've selected the group they, they're they're going to leave there. So it, it depends on the group because uh, if there's a drop-off, if there, if there is a group that can, uh, that can drop some guys, somebody will decide to do it. Hmm. Be interesting. Um, Herd Winter Racing Series um, has already started. Um, it is a single lap of one of the new courses brought in through the Zwift Academy 2021. Uh, this one is Legends and Lava. Um, so you start off in the Desert Pens, go straight into Titans Grove Reverse, hit Titans Grove Reverse KOM, go down. Um, and then you head towards the switchbacks and then the S's and then do a little squiggly bit and then you finish at the summit of the Volcano KOM. Chris Greenland, you did this earlier today. Was it loads of fun? The answer is yes, but carry on. It, it was loads of fun, actually. The front group was pretty okay. And as far as Titan's Grove climbs go, this is the right direction for me at reverse. Um, I've been dropped on forward plenty of times, but reverse is just short enough that I can stick with the main group or the front group, and that's what happened today. So all good there. I did set a PB on that climb, so hooray. Uh, but then uh, things settled down on the, on the other side, and I was unceremoniously dropped about halfway up the volcano. I tried to get one last push to tag onto the back of Mark John's group uh, before the, I think it was the, the, the wooden bridge rollers about halfway up, and I just couldn't connect with them before that, so I lost the draft. And I was in no man's land, but my goal all along was to stick with the front group so that I got enough of a gap to the second group that I could retain that position and not get swallowed up because that is a very draftable climb. And that is exactly how it worked out. So mission accomplished, hooray. <laughs> uh, and the 23rd across the line, 22nd on Zwift Power, which is over-indexing for me on something that includes two KOMs. So. Okay. Good work. I'll take it. Um, 
I really like this course, um, and I also like the other one that was brought in for the uh, Swift Academy 2021 Climbers Gambit. Um, nope. <laughs> no, I know you don't. Um, I, I, I I love summit finishes. Um, I, I think they're great for racing, um, and I think this is a very good route for a couple of reasons. Um, I think the the start is great. I'm going straight into a very short, punchy hill, um, which isn't particularly suited to me, but um, I like it anyway. Um, and there, there's quite a bit of recovery in between that and the, sec- the, the second and the bigger climb. Um, Craig, shall we say Pinktron? I think so. Um, for all that... Uh... You know, so Zwift Insider have kind of proved that solo the uh, the disc wheel set is faster up the uh, yeah up the volcano KOM. But if you're in the draft, yeah, I, I think you're better off with a lighter bike. So um, yeah, Tron. Uh, you could even go something silly like uh, Atheos and uh, CT Swiftix too. But uh, yeah. I think drawn. Yeah, and um, as as Chris alluded to, like once you get over the um, the uh, Titans Grove uh, reverse KOM, um, pace definitely sits up an awful lot. Um, I, I I was uh, watching this uh, watching the first race earlier, and um, Mark John was um, happily holding the front group at around about probably two point two to two point five watts per kilo. Um, so it was it was very 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 steady in the middle, and then obviously um, everyone went a bit mental on the um, volcano itself. So um, if if you are in a position to hold front group over the first com, um, expect um, it to be relatively gentle for the rest of the race. Um, but you may find the odd person, often called Tim Rush, who may want to um, spice things up a little bit in the middle of a race. But um, we will see. Anything else on this route, guys? I think it's super cool, too. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a great race route. And, uh, yeah, it, it's nice to have a, another couple routes that uh, use uh, Titan's Reverse. So. And, and I think it's also nice to like um, have a couple of routes we haven't used before, uh, which is always a bit of fun. Um, yep. In terms of other races coming your way this week, um, we have the Herd Series, which is our um, women's only category racing series um, over Saturday and Sunday. Um, It's a scratch race, two laps of seaside sprints. Um, And then we have Herd Mountain Goats on Sunday and Monday. Um, It is the iconic Road to Sky route, straight up the um, replica of the Alpe d'Huez. then we move on to the Stampede, and for some reason it's come up yet again. It is a single lap of Caspat. Um, so French route over Petticom, down Petticom, over the finish, uh, 24 kilometres, and that's on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And then finally we have our Bullseye Points race, which is on Wednesday and Thursday, and that is four laps of the Champs-Élysées with points scored over the lap 
over lap banner each lap. Um, one more thing to mention is daylight savings kick in in the UK at 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, and after that, all um, all of the herd races will be moved forward by one hour. A couple other things. So, to James, talk. go on. James, on that, I do have a question. What time zone are the herd races anchored to? Are they anchored to UTC or some other place? Uh, so, I, are I, they moving for you, or are they moving for the North Americans? Um, they're moving for me. They're anchored to um, UTC. Okay. But when when I say me, I mean all of Europe. Yes, um, and then, including actually, including sorry. I said including me at the moment, actually. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> and North America, I think, follows a week later, or is it two? Uh, one week. One week. Yep. So, a couple other things to talk about. Um, Pack Dynamics 3.0 was launched in London, I think, today. Um, it's either today or last night. Um, and... Zwift were obviously so happy with that. They launched it in Watopia um, also today, um, around about half past six UK time. So that's 17.30 UTC. Um, and the videos I've seen basically make it look like the pack is stretched a little bit just because riders aren't pretty much on top of each other and it looks good. Um, has, has anyone else seen any footage? Was it live for HWR race one? Because I didn't notice any difference. Well, that was my thought as well, because when watching it, I didn't notice any difference whatsoever. However, when I watched um, Stuart Lynn's video of a race he was doing in London, it looked quite different. So... Um, okay. Zwift did say that from 17.30 UTC, which is 18.30 UK time, um, it was in place in Watopia. But um, the um, first herd race was 1800 UTC, so, and I didn't notice anything different at all. So I just wonder if there's anything about what time that event was loaded what time the pen opened yeah. so pen opened at 18:30. so may, maybe um those changes weren't in place for that race um and i, I certainly didn't notice any difference so and this isn't something that requires a software update on the user side right it just no it's no not, not at all world. Um, it's okay. all all server side. Um, so maybe we'll see something for the um, for race two. Um, we we will see, um, but it looked good. Um, it looked like people following other bikes um, without being on top of other bikes, and oh. there was sensible movement around other bikes. Um, so more realistic. Um, and we'll see how it pans out. Um, I'm certainly interested to see how it plays out for the TTT events. Yeah. So, James, I was watching your workout earlier and a, little, a few other people riding around in London. I didn't get to see any big groups. Mm -mm. But um, I, I did... It, it kind of looked to me like one rider behind one other rider actually had a little bit more draft than before. Okay. I, I don't know that, but it 
it did kind of look that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't notice any difference in my workout, but just mainly because um, the, London was pretty quiet. Um, there, there weren't any big groups. Um, so I, 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 I don't think I could really take anything away from what I saw on my workout. Oh, I, I definitely wouldn't want to make uh, conclusions from it, but it, it, it's definitely something uh, I'd uh, I'd watch uh, in in the commentary for the uh, the race too. Yeah, definitely. Um, the the other big revelation from this week is the anvil. So I think a lot stroke all of us um, thought the anvil was the opposite of the feather. Um, so the feather will allow you to drop 10% of your body weight. So if you're 60 kilos, use a feather, you'll you'll lose 6 kilos and go up a hill slightly faster. And I think we thought that if you dropped an anvil, um, you would gain 6 kilos and go downhill slightly faster. However, um, according to Zwift Insider, who have confirmed with Zwift, um, the anvil now... Whether or not this always happened um, will add 50 kilos to your body weight. In terms of the Zwift Racing League this week, and given the anvil will last 30 seconds, there are no descents that last 30 seconds. <laughs> so I don't think anyone's going to want to use the anvil this weekend, uh, on, on Tuesday even. Um, but uh, 50 kilos, that, that's, that's massive. That like doubles your body weight, James. That's crazy. <laughs> Not quite, <laughs> but almost. Yeah, I think uh, going down the uh, after the calm would be the only there, and um, probably after the kicker, uh, going into the finish line would be the two spots where you might yeah. actually want it. Um, Thing is, so though, it, um, after the calm. Um, and on the downhill of the comp, I don't think that lasts 30 seconds. And as soon as you get to the bottom, you're going uphill. So I'm I'm not I'm not sure that would work. Um, after after the kicker on Otley Road, maybe. Yeah, that's just a long. What is that? Two what? three percent descent after the yep. kicker on Otley. You have to do a dress rehearsal on the downhill of the comp first to kind of time that out especially in a group, yeah. to make sure that you're not starting that second <laughs> with an extra 50k. That's crazy. Yeah, it's 1.1 kilometers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's 1.1 kilometers. It's, I think it's 30 seconds. I, I, I think it's safe to use it there. Yeah, maybe. Um, you, you're probably not going to go over 60 kph. Or at least not well, I think by you much. Are, but I think you are. You are. Group, you're not... Yeah. You're not going to go 120. No. Yeah. So that's probably the the only place you can really use it. Um, and l let's just think about banners. So you've only got the start finish banner and the KOM banner. So if you get it on the com banner, you're going to have to use it really, really quickly. So I'd say if you get it on the com banner, you use it after the kicker on Otley Road. Okay. And... If you get it at the start-finish line, you use it right before you go through the combat. 
Yeah. Mm. It, it, all things being equal, unless you're trying to speed up to a group on the other side of the KOM banner, um, and you don't want to save it to Lotly because that group will have gone. Um, I would agree with you, Craig, if you're in a group either way. That, those are the ideal points, but your mileage may vary. And I think also yeah. you've got to consider that actually you might might not want to break away from your group unless it's the last lap. Mm-hmm. So, and is there a way to is there a way to dump it? Yep. Yeah. Um, Other than the companion app, though. No. Uh, um, you you can only dump on the companion app. Well, I know how my last segment of this game show is going to talk about. <laughs> well, um, on, 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 I think I've got a trash can on the Apple TV interface. On, 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 the, plus, I, on the plus you, side, um, Brent, um, at least you haven't entered the pairing screen with a kilometer to go in a team time trial event. <laughs> Good evening, Mr. Brian O'Connor. We hope you've Mr. had a Brian lovely Brian holiday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain the only way to dump is on the companion app. I think I do have a trash can on the Apple TV interface. Good I've luck finding it, that. Yeah, I know. I have to. It's a very delicate remote interface. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to attempt to start it now, but I think there might be one in the Android interface as well. But it's likewise pretty complicated to get to. Yeah. But what are you going to? I guess there's only power-ups at the KOM and the lap banner, right? So mm-hmm. not like there's so many so places to get jammed up with it. Yeah. And to say you, you'll want to use it on the, well, unless you want to save it for the finish. And I don't think it's the king power-up for the finish anyway. Um, you'll want to use it uh, right before you go to the lap banner if you have it going up the hill. And I think you're better off having the feather. Mm-hmm. So you'll want to uh, you'll want to use it uh, going down off it. So I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's, you're going to want to save it at any point, or want to dump it for that matter. Certainly um, be interesting to see how it plays out in the race itself. Um, we move on to our segment, which is called What Has Done... What? Sorry, it's not called that at all. Um, what Has Zwift Done to Annoy Everyone Except James? Um, actually, Zwift has annoyed me. It's made my legs really, really, really painful, but I blame that mainly on Mark. Um, I've, no, I don't think it's mainly Mark. I think it's entirely Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it is entirely Mark um, and um, I, I sent him a text earlier on saying I don't think we can be friends anymore um, but um, other than that I gen- genuinely don't think Zwift has actually done anything to annoy me this week um, how about you Craig so Zwift has done nothing to annoy me um, something really cool I uh, uh, so here uh, today is the weekend um so i uh i, I took off and uh, took a look at the uh the national velodrome the, the sylvan adams velodrome here in tel aviv and uh, yeah it's um it's pretty cool and there happens to be a race tomorrow so i'm gonna go check it out so totally is whipped unrelated but uh 
pretty cool thing so yeah sounds pretty fun um chris greenland um got a couple of things actually so every now and then when i'm not riding i like to log on to the companion app and just give out ride-ons to people just to encourage them and i i think zwift has this weird thing where you can only give out it caps you at 100 at a time so i gotta if there's like a herd group ride going on and i've probably got 150 or so people that i follow uh, i have to hit it twice like it'll give out 100 and then i'm like okay that's definitely capped so i have to hit it again how many people are you following i try to follow anybody with a herd tag gets a follow for me i like to encourage the club because I'm following um, like fifteen hundred, <laughs> when I, when I do like the the, the bulk ride on thing, like even when like in the middle of like the European team time trial times, the most it sends out is about seventy. So, oh, God no. knows how many you're following. Yeah, I mean, I, every now and then, every month or so, I'll just do a search for the herd tag, and then I just if you've got herd in your name, I just give you a follow just to encourage people that are out there riding at all times of day. So. I'll just randomly pop on to CA and give out write-ons, but it, for some reason it caps you at 100, which seems weird. Like, we're not on hmm. dial-up internet. Why are we having um, caps at the number of write-ons we can give at any one time? So yeah, I have to hit the thumbs-up button twice, which is a major inconvenience in this <laughs> day and time. Um, um, I, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised there is a cap. Um, I'm also genuinely surprised that you have enough people that you're following to give more than 100 rides-ons to at any stage. Trying to head, spread the herd love, James. Um, and, yeah. and I'm very that's, grateful that's that you it. do. <laughs> and so then know, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Craig. Oh, no, so I know, uh, I think Marius said he has to hit it three times sometimes. <laughs> I think yeah, in partial defense of Zwift, it comes out of the game because if you're on companion app in a group ride and you hit it, I think it also caps it at a hundred because it causes like frame rate drops and all kinds of other glitches in the game of you know a thousand little thumbs up all pop up on your screen. So I think that's where the hundred cap comes from. It's not a it's not to prevent you from giving too many ride ons, it's to prevent like crashing games and causing glitches in the game with like a bunch of thumbs up so I'll pop up on the screen. I think also you're you're only able to see messages from the nearest hundred people, so this this um one zero zero crops up quite often. So who knows? either way it's unacceptable. And, and that's my, my major fun. The the second thing, Chris. So the second thing, um I think Ange posted it in the group. I was having U-turn issues as well after the most recent update, which is by itself not a big deal, but it seems like every time there's an update, there's something that's broken. And, I mean, usually you want to check your work, but it seems like every time they release something, there's there's a glitch. And it just, it, that's crazy to me. So maybe we should check our work and make sure everything... Um, works properly before we release an update i think also um i think it's been predominantly i'm not excusing this at all um i I think it's been predominantly ios for the last few updates as well i i I don't think there's been that many bugs that affected mac and pc but um ipads and apple tv seem to have um, had the short straw recently yeah even more so because it seems like apple tv gets the update last right so 
everything should be fixed by the time it hits that store. Um, but they they release the updates all at the same time, but Apple take a few days to approve it. All right. But, all right, that's my rant over. <laughs> um, either way, not great. Yeah. Um, Councillor Brent Robinson. I think I've got two things. One is um, I finished Zwift Academy, but I have not got the fun recommendation email that apparently they suggested somebody might be getting or sending out. And as part of that, why on earth does it show your before and after results without a power ranking? Like, it it gives you that little A. You can't look at it in the, the website, so you can't see your little, like, before baseline ride, after finish line ride on the website when you log in. It'll show you your Zwift Power Progress, but it won't show you, like, what you did on the baseline and finish line rides. You have to go into the companion app to see that, which is preposterous. And then when you do do it, it doesn't show you what your power average was over those segments that it tested you on just the time mm. which is i don't know <laughs> in the world of electronic online cycling where everything is based off of power like i get the time will tell you something but it's preposterous to me they go into strava to look up what my average was across the segment to be able to know how much i improved in power so that was crazy to me if you guys want to go on that tell me i'm nuts but can you go to, uh, do they have that info at the Golden Cheetah? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can always check it in the Golden Cheetah as well. Although it's, the Golden Cheetah I is like, it, it is parameter based in there. So it's not going to be exactly the same distances per se. Because it's based on when you like, accept, you know, exceed certain thresholds to hit your performance targets or whatever. But yeah, that's what um, I heard. <laughs> I always, I can never meet my performance targets at the Golden Cheetah. What can I say? Um, and the second thing I was gonna say is I don't. Uh, I wish there were more asynchronous timed challenges or something. Again, I think Steve had mentioned this several months ago, but like events and stuff are all fun. But I miss the challenges stuff that you can kind of just do on your own time stuff which they used to be more of Zwift Academy was kind of good like that because you had workouts, but I know when I first started Zwifting, you know, you do all your Tron break challenge, you do the different stuff. I know there's stuff like that in Strava, but you know, I wish there was stuff like that in Zwift. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Back when we had, the, there was a Cape Epic challenge and I can't, there was a ceramic speed challenge. Yep. They give it. Oh yeah. For I it. about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those, those were neat. And I think that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, big thanks to Craig, Brent, and Chris for joining me tonight. And we hope to see you again next week. Or, well, won't see you, but you might hear us. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>